Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. This will serve as a part two to the previous episode. And the idea is the source of the seven deadly sins being a lack of self-confidence. Now, uh, we've, we've traced many routes to the reason why this uh, self-confidence is low, uh, but we've identified the main thing as thought itself. Thought itself, when not applied intentionally, aimless thought creates a scenario where your self-esteem goes low. And since your thought allows your brain to go there, it also allows your brain to crave or become transfixed by the seven deadly sins. So when you are when you are lacking in self-confidence, you are envious of others. When you are lacking in self-confidence, you are greedy for money. When you are lacking self-confidence, you grow gluttonous to fill the hole, the emptiness. When you uh, are lacking self-confidence, you uh, you 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 are you're stingy with your money. Uh, you're and and there's and just a host of you're lustful. You're lustful. You're uh, slothful. And also you're depressed. I mean, that's another aspect of slothfulness. So all these things, they weigh you down, and they're all the product of one thing, thought. So it's just, it is one thing. It's a lack of self-confidence that comes from thought. So how do you, everybody has a natural confidence that they're born with that gets sort of beaten out of you by thoughts being placed in your head by our education system by those around you, those who have been similarly indoctrinated. There's no blaming people anymore. This is not intentional. They, Your parents told you you suck for the best possible reasons. They wanted you to overcome that. They wanted you to rise above it and prove them wrong. You notice in Jewish families, they don't practice this. They tell their kids that they're great. Uh, they use a completely different pedagogical tool and therefore, they get much better results with their children. But the non-Jewish Western world uh, has been primarily dominated by uh, parenting styles and education matrices, which inculcate a, a lower self-esteem. And the idea is that in order to be an industrious member of this modern society, you will use that low self-esteem is a fuel to show them, quote-unquote, to, to overcome it. And some do. Some get massively wealthy. What's interesting about the people who gain a lot of success due to this drive, this lack of self-confidence, is that they find that even when they achieve massive success, it hasn't wiped out their low self-esteem. They still have low self-esteem. In fact, all it does is contaminate the rest of the world with the label in his mind of being lame. So if the whole world loves me and I'm super famous because I went after it because I had low self-esteem and I started indulging in the sin of pride, if I do that and uh, everybody loves me but I still don't feel self-esteem, I just think the whole world is terrible. The whole world is below me and I'm low. And so I just get even more depressed. You know, there's at least something to hope for. If somebody's poor and they're hoping to be rich, they think, okay, there's some hope. 
And that in itself is very valuable in a psyche that is riddled with depression. But when you get to a point where you've gotten all the money you need and you still can't solve this Rubik's Cube of emotion, how do I stop myself from feeling depressed? <laughs> You're in a pickle there. And uh, you can buy all kinds of analysts and meditations and, and acid trips. You'll never get there unless you learn to turn off the the non-intentionally thinking brain. And once you do that, all the sins that you're trying with willpower to stay away from, they magically dis- they, they disappear from your mind. The inclination to do them is no longer there. Because if you can just refrain from thinking for a, a, a long enough period of time, your natural self-confidence will rise to the up to you and and take hold of you once again. That self-confidence you had as a young child that that got stressed out of you through different engrammatic episodes, to use a Scientological term. Certain engrams now floating around, getting you tired, getting you uh, demoralized. Demoralization is the key to capitalist society. It would not survive where everybody self where everybody self actualized. And that's the big fear. And that's why the powers that be don't advocate for it and they really don't like philosophies that try to get you there. Christ's original philosophy was trying to get you there, and so they killed him. But it's just the same message. The message is you're here now. Your only salvation is in the now. Because that's the one you're, you live in the now. You know, people are living for some future paradise. And when they get there, what will they be looking to ahead of that? There's, they will be so accustomed to looking ahead, they won't even recognize paradise when they found it. But make no mistake, I'm not going to tell you that you're in paradise if you're feeling bad. You're not. But you understand that your feeling bad is attached to certain thoughts in your brain. And those thoughts in your brain are, are just they're, – they're just like commercials for your pain that like to play like on an auto-type track. And uh, it's, it's trying to get you to pay attention to a certain area of your life using pain, but also using the judgment of society, but also using the overlying existential judgment that you're not good enough, and that you're not getting accomplished the goals that you dreamed of. Forget about the fact, this voice wants you to forget, that these dreams were, were given to you by society. Society made you create all these extravagant dreams for your future to counteract the low self-esteem that was inculcated into you by that same society. It's a great vehicle to get a dog to run. You just tie a stake to in front of him with a stick that he can never reach, and he'll run forever trying to reach it. So that's, I mean, run until they, the dog dies, which is what happens to us. We run ourselves ragged, chasing for a piece of meat that can never be grabbed, because we're trying to grab it with the wrong hands. We can never grab it with the hands of thought, the hands of thought are too slow, too fumbly to grab enlightenment. Enlightenment comes 
when thought ends. So if you want, you don't, willpower is the dumbest thing out. Willpower is a term that comes from the land of the mind. Willpower is a thing that comes from a, willpower is a thing that comes from the myth that you can even control yourself when you have low self-esteem. You can't, okay? If Once you get to a, a state of low self-esteem through thought, you are an uncontrollable monster of sin. You're going to do greedy stuff. You're gonna you're gonna do prideful stuff. You're gonna do the you're gonna run the gamut. Why? Because those are the principal symptoms of your low self esteem, and they will just come out naturally. And when you get rid, when you stop your thinking process and only use your mind like a calculator to solve problems and otherwise have it off, when you start to do that, your natural confidence reasserts. And with your natural confidence comes different thinking as well. So you can, uh, once you get your confidence back, I mean, you can allow your mind to to wander a little bit, you know, but be careful because even the most enlightened mind will wander to the negative. Those grooves have been built there by years of Western society. Maybe if you're a tribal member, you haven't been exposed to all this, you have a better chance. But we have an unmistakable manufacturers groove in our mind for the negative and the, the mind will take us there no matter how enlightened we are so yeah you, you might think oh I'm, I'm i'm enlightened i can let my mind wander that's just what your mind wants you to think so be vigilant the point is being awake okay you know when you get into a negative emotion when you get into a lust for a sin when you get into a desire to do a sinful thing, that means that something's going wrong. That means that thought has so captured your mind that your self-esteem is very low. It's like your self-esteem is running on empty. And the only way to fill it is with nothingness, which is the craziest thing. You can fill your tank up. That's why people do meditation for three damn hours. Like They're filling up their tank with nothingness because that's the only thing that fills it. No thought, observe mind, let thoughts just pass through and, and, and observe them. But for the most part, try to command your mind to just be silent. Is that so much to ask? The mind is a great, wonderful tool. And yes, it's always, always, there's no way to completely stop it. But on a certain level where it really affects you, the person that wants to live forever, where it starts to break you down molecularly and starts to get your own cells to rebel against you, (laughs) well, then that's what happens. They rebel, either through a sickness or through some kind of uh, ailment, chronic ailment. Your body, those are your cells in revolt. They're saying, look, we don't like the chemicals that your mind is washing in right now. It hurts us. It, it, it makes it inhospitable for us to continue as a part of your organism. And so a lot of them will rebel, and, and some even go to cancer. So it's, this is very important for your health. Okay, You need to resolve this conflict within yourself. That is, the self that was 
given the judgment power over you by the society, which inculcates all the ridiculous um, all the ridiculous criticisms that have been leveled at you, all the ridiculous attempts to break down your natural self-confidence. And uh, you, it's, it's, you, you have to, the, the only way to overcome that is to just stop the thinking and learn to do it. Become a master at just that. Now, I think I've beaten this dead horse enough. So I, too, am going to disengage <laughs> from this topic, as it is also an emotional one, because you start to get a little resentful. But be careful. That becomes another fuel for another sleep. So staying away, is, you, you use this, the desire for the seven deadly sins as signs that you're going to sleep, that, or that you've gone to sleep. Anytime you, you, you want to be angry, you want to act all crazy, you know, like freak out in anger. Anytime you want to be um, greedy or whatever, lustful, you really want to fuck some, somebody. It's just, just take it as a sign, okay? And you need to take a deep breath. You need to say disengage. And you need to quiet your mind and move on. And then keep it quiet. Okay, train your mind. Train it. Let it fight for you. No reason to have it be arguing with you. It's like having a, a very bad lieutenant. Just not knowing the chain of command. Anyway, I think I've um, explained this. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back with another episode of Fallout. Just